Here are the facts. In the black community, over 70% of individuals are classified as overweight or obese. The leading cause of death is heart disease, cancer, and stroke. And despite what you've been told, did you know that your genes play less than a 10% role in you getting a chronic condition such as high blood pressure, high cholesterol, type 2 diabetes, or obesity? These are all what we call lifestyle diseases. So what does that mean? A simple change in your lifestyle can change the outcome in your life expectancy, both for yourself and future generations. And I recommend the number one way of doing that is by adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle. A whole food plant-based diet is the only diet that has been scientifically proven to prevent and reverse the number one cause of death in the United States, heart disease. Over 600,000 people die every year from this condition and it can be arrested by changing our diet. We can lower cholesterol, lower blood pressure, reverse obesity, reverse type 2 diabetes, all by changing our diet and adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle. And I believe I have one of the best programs that allows you to do just that. My signature course, Farm to Table, that's farm as in P-H-A-R-M, pharmaceuticals to food. That's right. My signature course walks you from wherever you are to adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, eliminating animal products, refined sugars, processed oil, excess sodium, and processed food that is chock full of colorants, dyes, chemicals, and preservatives, which essentially lays the foundation for many of the chronic diseases that we suffer from. So if you are interested in completely reversing those chronic conditions, getting off of those prescribed drugs, and using food as medicine, you want to do yourself a favor and check out farmtotablecourse.com. That's farmtotablecourse.com. Farm is P-H-A-R-M. Learn all about the curriculum, hear from our alumni students, and do yourself a favor and start over fresh and change the outcome for yourself and future generations. I made this podcast for my sons. This podcast is not political. This podcast is for the people. It's for the fathers. It's for the sons that will be fathers of the sons and the daughters that do have fathers. This podcast is for men. You are listening to The Fathership Project. Hey y'all, so what's going on, man? You are listening to The Fathership Project, and I am your host, Demetrius Early. Um, we got a little bit to talk about. Um, I'm excited um, because God is good, and I'm excited because I'm um, 2021 so far has put me in the right room with the right people to um, have the right conversations, make the right connections, um, and be a part of and build community so with that being said man um so you guys will be hearing um commercials drops interviews 
Like there's just a lot of content that I'm um I'm excited. <laughs> I'm 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 really excited because um you know, I feel like, you know, the the father cinematic universe is expanding. Um and there are some amazing heroes. There are some amazing heroes out here. So, um we're going to get to it, man. But listen, I just wanted to start this episode off, man, with saying I'm praying that you are listening to this podcast um, with all the activity of your limbs um, in the right mind. And listen, and if you don't have all the activity of your limbs, if you woke up this morning, if if God is still breathing breath in your lungs and through your nostrils, um that's something to celebrate, you know. I was talking to an older woman at work yesterday. I was leaving. And she was like, you know, I was asking her about how her holiday was. And she was like, well, you know, I'm good because every day is Christmas. And I'm like, hey, man. She's like, because you get a gift. And she said she told her grandkids that. And they're like, well, how do we get a gift every day? She was like, every morning you wake up, you got a gift. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, man. So, you all listen to the Fathership Project, man. Let's go. This is... One of my favorite songs, Darius James featuring J. Will Music. I know. Let's go. Oh, you are good, good, good. Oh, you are good, good, good. Mm-hmm. I remember when I ain't even have a together. So I was broken. You took my broken pieces. Oh, how I love you, Jesus. You were good to me when I was singing in my room You're still good to me now that I travel the world If you take it away I know all I can say is You are good, good, good Yeah Oh, you are good, good, good Oh Christ, when I say it, I mean it. I've been blessed and stressed. I know the feeling of being denied for a loan, cause your credit is too low. The situation is twofold. On one end, we failed. Looked my wife in the eyes and told her it'll never happen again. The other end, we win. Looked my wife in the eyes and told her God is still good in the ears. God is still good on the bus. God is still good in the bins. God is still good when the bills do, when nobody feels you, when all of your friends. Start to doubt faith, turn about face, leave the faith, but you believe the faith, you really need the faith. That's the one thing I know. If I'm rich, oh boy, I still love you, Lord. One thing I know is that He is good. If I'm weak or strong, I still sing this song. One thing I know is that He is good. If I'm rich, oh boy, Christ 
leading the way, there's nothing I can't do. It's not cockiness, I'm confident in this competence. Really, it's no competition. HR block can't account for this. Ain't no selling out, it's no amount for this. From pray for the prayed on if you're not content. Be careful trying to climb where the mountain is. And just know that your will don't amount to his. Say good, good, good. Alright. Good, good, good. Say good, good, good. Good, good, good. Say good. Now you know I can't do that. Oh man, shout out to my brother Darius James and Jay Will Music. So let me correct myself um, because Jay Will is a uh, big supporter of the show. Um, and he will catch that. The song is not featuring Darius James. It's actually, no, the song is not featuring Jay Will Music. It's Jay, it's Jay Will's song featuring Darius James. <sighs> because. I'm just tired of the harassment from that guy, but I digress. Anyway, um, anyway, I I really just um, I just look, I mean the whole the conversation of um, whether I'm weak or strong, I still love you, Lord. Or you know, I used to praise you, God, you was good when I was just singing in my room, and now I travel the world. You know what I'm saying? God is still good on the bus and. God is still good in the bins, and God is still good when the rent when the rent do. You know, like I think we gotta remind ourselves that. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, all I hear is a bunch of people reminding you of how bad this was, or how scary this is, or what's happening here. And it's like you can't remind people. For me, let me speak for myself. I'm not gonna be walking around reminding people of everything that's going wrong, and not remind people. Of how good God just continues consistently to be. I mean, and you're like, well, you know, how good is God? And I just lost this person. I just and and like I said, this stuff gets tough, man. But you you gotta really lock in, right? You gotta really lock in on one thing for to be able to say God's not good. Because when you just open your eyes and look around, I don't know. There's a there's a divine and amazing balance that validates the statement God is good. Because we have lost people. We have had trials and tribulations. We've had tough times. And then we've had these moments that take your breath away. And it doesn't make one right. It doesn't trump, you know, this amazing issue or this amazing situation doesn't trump the fact that somebody else that you love dearly is no longer here. It's not even about trumping it. But there are moments we have in life and it's just like, wow. And there's moments in life where you're like, bro, this is garbage. And it's like, I just, I just want, I pray that that encouraged you. Because the one thing a father, the one thing a leader has to be is sober, has to remain level headed. And if you're thinking about how bad everything is, um, you're not you're not you're losing sight of where God is. You know what I'm saying? If you're focusing on the negative, you're not leading right. You know what I'm saying? The Bible talks about how a woman or what? Let me correction. Sorry, ladies. Because there's a lot of correction in this area. Super sidebar. Not a woman. If you are a wife, 
You know what I'm saying? A wife follows her husband as he follows God. There's a whole synergy in that. As he follows God. It doesn't say a wife follows a man because he's a man. It says a wife follows her husband as he follows God. Not a girlfriend. Not a child's mother. Not, it, it, it says a wife follows a man. Not just a man. Not just a brother. Not, it says a man as he as her husband. Not a man. Wife plus husband plus God. There's a straight line there. So, but I digress. Um, so just, you know, um, as we are leading this thing, as we are reconnecting into the fold, I just think it's super, super important to keep our eyes on God. You know, I was thinking about how teaching my boys to walk. And setting them at a place and then standing somewhere and wanting them to walk to me, right? Come on, like, come on, come on, man. And remembering how funny it is to watch them walk and they have to set their eyes on something, right? And I remember when I'm like, come on, come to me. And I'm making noise and they're looking at me, they're good. But then they see a toy and they go that way. Or they just start looking down and then they fall. And, um, it just blessed me. It also just reminded me of the Bible. You know, when Peter was walking, you know, it was a huge storm and they was flipping out and they were so, you know, and they're like, oh my God, we're going to die. And then Jesus is standing there on the water and Peter like, if that's you, God, let me come out with you. And he's like, come on, man. And as he's walking, he, it isn't until he notices the storm, right? It isn't until he breaks his focus from God that he begins to sink. But then the father picks him up and say, oh, ye of little faith. So it was funny. Like, so sometimes, man, us as leaders, us as fathers, when we are walking this thing out, that doesn't mean that we're walking things out in the comfort of everything going our way. You know what I'm saying? So that means you may be leading in the midst of a storm. And it's not until you begin to sink is proof that your focus is on anything and everything but God. When you are walking by sight, you start to see the storms. You start to hear it. You start to get the doubt. But if you fix your eyes on God, it doesn't make things easier. It just reminds you on what's possible. Think about how a storm can take you off. But you're not realizing that while you were focusing on God, you were walking on water in the midst of one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You were able to sustain your family in the midst of some amazing times, some some crazy times. You know what I'm saying? Like I think about it like this, dads, because this is a common, this is something I'm continuing to hear, consistently hearing amongst my dads, man, and it's hilarious. But I gotta acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to speak something to the so fathers. If you're listening to this. I am about to chastise you right now. Um, everybody's been tripping. You know, I've heard I've heard too many fathers talk about how they weren't good fathers during this pandemic, right? They weren't, they didn't make it happen. And I think that's the moment of you sinking. Let's let's talk about this real quick, real quick. And I'm then I'm gonna get into the show. Cause the show isn't about this, but it is all the show is always about encouraging dads and understanding where you are. 
understand that you have been navigating your family, encouraging yourself, encouraging them, standing firm. I'm talking about whether it's been loss around you, fear, anxiety, financial hardships. You've steered the ship in the midst of something that has almost never happened before, especially in the last 30, 40 years. So if you're in your 30s, you don't know what the heck is going on. But somehow you have made sure your, you, you made sure your children and your family know that you haven't decided to just leave. You have continued to love and press and be present. But for some reason, in the midst of you doing this and continuing to do this in unprecedented times, you decide that you rather focus on news reports and begin to sink, which means you're no longer going forward. You're going down. You're starting to kick yourself. You're starting to point out all these little minute flaws, not realizing that you have been a dad Rain, sleet, or snow. You've been a dad, whether it was beautiful outside, everything was happening, or when the whole world shuts down and one of the most deadly viruses have taken over the country. And a little bit of the end of what I just said is me being cynical, but I am not here to talk about COVID. I am here to talk about dads that have dadded during COVID and they need to realize that they have been top tier and they need to give themselves a break. If you've been a parent in 2020, you you did you did your thing. You need to give yourself a break. Salute to you, like real talk. found it <laughs> super weird transition but um this episode is about new normals and that song was so dark and trippy and it's kind of cool find it on youtube man i will be sharing his information in the description if you want to check out some of the other stuff he does uh different cat different but um it spoke to what the show's about man so um we're talking about the new normals and i wanted to share with y'all a couple new normals i have I have instituted in my home and it's been different, man. It's been different, man. Um, and when I say different, I just mean exciting. I mean, I'm not comfortable. And see, what's dope about not being comfortable, it means I'm doing something I've never done before. And sometimes we prefer comfort because we like to stay there. But then it's like, man, if I'm not a billionaire yet, if my kids aren't this yet, if I'm comfortable, it's because I'm trying to keep them somewhere they're already at, which means they're not really growing. And as a father and as a leader, if I'm not taking my family to the next level, if I'm not walking it out with them, then I'm kind of garbage. So the first new normal, man, that I had to, I, you know, um, and I'm not saying these are no, no, no matter of fact, they're in no order. But one new normal is <sighs> I'm no longer calling my youngest son Chasey. 
And for those who don't know him, Chase is my youngest boy. He is, he's he's just awesome. I mean, lovey, real happy-go-lucky, quiet, but be snapping on the low if you're not paying attention. Um, always playing with toys, kind of light voice. Like, he, he's, he's, um. Special cat, man. It's my guy. And he's the baby, right? He's the youngest. Um, and that's the issue because he's not a baby. He's a young man uh, or a young boy, however you want to call it. But, you know, I'm not raising my kids. I'm not raising kids. I'm raising young men. I'm raising men. Um, and just because they're not me and I'm speaking life into that, you know what I'm saying? I'm raising them in faith. I'm raising my children that they will be men. So if I'm raising kids... You know, then that's pretty easy. I mean, shoot, you get them to three and you're done. You know, they're kids. But I'm not, right? I'm raising men. And on top of that, I'm raising young men. I'm, I'm raising men of God in a world that considers man God. So understand the paradigm shift and the, the, uh, the, the constant reaffirming and just trying to um, press that onto my boys. Um, because it's not a it's not an easy thing when the world is getting everything um, that it can to prove that it's God, right? Um, so I caught so I caught I talked to him on the phone uh, while I was at work because I had been kind of dreading it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's, there's one thing to you know say you're gonna do something. And I haven't trying to do it, but there's another thing in having a conversation because you don't know what your kids are thinking. You have no idea what's running in their minds, um, especially my kids. And because I know how my mind works, I got to be extra intentional because I can only imagine. Right. On top of the fact that I believe there's so much attack um, just in general, I got to make sure I'm speaking against whatever the enemy may be trying to send in my kids minds anyway. So. I had to confront the conversation. So I call him and I'm like, hey man, we gotta talk. And I'm like, um, you know, we're not gonna call you Chase anymore. You're Chase. And he was, you know, Chase Chase in his normal fashion. He's like, okay, love you daddy. Like, you know, he ready to get off the phone. I'm like, no nah, man, but I want you to know why. And I'm explaining to him like, you're a young man, you know, you're not Chasey Poo, you're not a baby. You know, you're responsible. You're super intelligent. You're, you're mature. You're maturing um, at a at a great rate, man. You are, you are strong. <laughs> you you know you are thoughtful. You are, like you're you're. You're to be respected. Based off of your character, not your not the perception I have for you, because you're gonna always be my baby, right? You know I I've held you in my arms when you barely could fit from my when you barely were big enough from my elbow to my palm and you know that experience as a father it 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 it's it's cemented in your heart where you'll always be my baby you'll always be my baby right but at, but as a leader you have some responsibilities right as a father you now let's go back let's go to god right let's think about god in the bible how what what does god do in the bible he casts vision. He sets standards. He's an example. 
He puts out systems that perpetuate and improve life. He shares ideologies um, to to create community, to create atmospheres. He he speaks to power. He um, he he consistently sends positive reinforcement. He challenges. He he. Oh, I mean, it's 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 impossible for me just to lock down ten things or five things that God has continued to do to show us as a father some things that we can do. But those are just a few. So, as a father, these are some of my responsibilities. Right, casting vision, setting out systems that can perpetuate and actually improve the quality of life for my children. Um, oh man, let's just stay there, right? So, despite my ch- oh, speak life into and toward their future, right? Um, I think about all the times where God changed people's names or when God sh- sent them dreams of who they will become, or like God constantly and consistently poured into a person's future. You know, thinking about how where Moses came from and where he started. Um, also thinking about how David, how he was prepared. You know, what I'm saying there were things given, there were things set in front of him, there, like there to prepare him for something. So, like, cre- like I said, creating systems, offering wisdom, offering advice, being present, as well as, but all, like I said, but all of this isn't dedicated to your current position. The one thing that's actually dope is that. So, so he's my baby. I love him. He's got my love. He's got my protection. That's just off bail, right? Just like God does. Off bail. You got it. You know, you accept him. You are saved, right? You believe in him in your heart. You confess with your mouth. You are, you are in there. Boom. But that's not the end of your life. That's not the end of your all being. Because now God wants to take you out of Egypt, you know what I'm saying, it's not like you just stay in Egypt, you're saved, oh glory, and you stay a slave, you stay, no, now it's time to walk, right, so, me having a conversation with not calling my son Chasey anymore, right, I want to call him Jay-Z, because he's so cute, anyway, I digress, but I have to speak to his future, have to pour and encourage and engage him into the man he will become, not who he's been. You know, like I was going through the story of Moses and I was trying to find scripture where God was like, hey, but, you know, every couple of times, hey, Moses, remember when you killed that guy? Or, hey, Moses, remember when you, like, like, <laughs> it didn't happen because Moses had a mission and God poured into who he could be. And don't get me wrong. Moses tried to talk God out of it. Like, hey, man, look, I can't do this. Cool. I got to do this. Boom. Offer systems to provide assistance to push, motivate, and guide greatness. Right? So, daddy, but I'm cool. Boom. Okay. Well, I'm going to help you out here. Cool. Let's keep moving. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to offer this. Well, you know, dad, but, you know, I don't, I don't, can't do this by myself. Boom. You got a brother. You know, God gave Moses Aaron (laughs) and God gave me to give to my son his older brothers so you have people to help you do everything you need and if you don't have brothers you have mentors you have people like there you or and if you don't have nobody it's because you're in the time of just being patient but you still got god and if the bible says if you got god who can come against you so either way you don't have an excuse because you are in the abundance of resources because the god we serve is not limited um, to an Amazon delivery date, right? <laughs> so, 
had this conversation like, man, you're you're Chase. You're 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 you're, you're a young man, and um, I need to encourage that. I need to speak to that. So, in a way, I kind of changed his name, you know, <laughs> um, because I'm ready to encourage the man he's gonna become um, by kind of letting go or releasing who he was, who he's been. He's been the baby. He's been my baby. Now, now it's time for more responsibility. Now it's time for you to toughen up. Now it's time for you to use all these amazing skills that I've given you um, and that have been put inside of you. It's time for them to begin to come out. It's time for you to be able to walk out. And that's why, um, and and it's going to happen. It's been already happening and it's been a ble- and it's a blessing to just be a part and be used to help guide this stuff. Because, I mean, like I said, this is, this is God. So... I'm just trying to be a steward because I want to bring back interest on what he's given me. You know what I'm saying? And when I say, you know, this is God, you know, no matter my wife being able to give birth, no matter sperm, you know, fertilizing eggs, man, this process was created, was created before I was even a concept. So it has to be something bigger than me because I can't, I can't manifest pregnancy, right? I can't manifest life. You know, I have to subject myself to a process going back to fathers. I had to subject myself to a process that has already been set before me and then I can reap the benefits. Oh, man, what a perfect transition. Y'all get that? So I have to put processes in order so that those after me can benefit. You know what I'm saying? Think about it like this. This is what's dope about that. God is a God of principles, processes that are set before his children. And if we submit, if we're obedient, if we walk in his way, we reap the benefits of these processes. What's so amazing about how God is is that many are benefiting from these processes and they don't even acknowledge God because God is no respecter of person. Like they're so they're limited in 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 ways, but they're still not without fruit because His word doesn't come in void because of the process is set in front of. Them. So I am speaking to who my young man will be, and that's for all of them. Um, and I think that this matters because I mean, you know, your 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 words have seeds. So if you're planting. Like, that's why, you know, when I hear people talk about their kids or just it's, it'd be kind of cringeworthy because some of the jokes or some of the things that, you know, we think that is cute that kids take on or that they see and then they mimic is kind of scary because, you know, it's cute when a four year old is talking crazy. But that four year old is going to become a 20 year old with the same mindset if it's nur- if it's only nurtured in that way and not cultivated to be something more. But let's get back to how God shows us. So God releases processes and we benefit from them. So so and these so these new norms, because you got to think about it um, in the Bible, there was a certain way in the Bible times in those days, there was a certain way. And when Christ came, he came to introduce a new normal. Right. There was a time you sacrificed animals. You did all this. And then when Christ came, he instituted the time of a new normal, not to destroy what had already been set in place, but to complete it because the story wasn't finished. So now the new normal had all these had this extra um, these extra processes and 
you could benefit from when you walked into them. So instead of before, there was, you know, cutting, killing animals. And now it's, you know, giving your life to Christ. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the sacrifice has already been given. Um, I mean, having faith. Like there's so, there were so many other things that began to be um, put into position that it was like, Wow, this is different, you know. Um, honestly, a lot of why they wanted to kill Christ is because of what he was saying was so different. Um, the new norm wasn't accepted. You know, the religious couldn't handle it. The The people weren't vibing because this wasn't what was, you know, what was normal to them. Um, but there's benefits to it. You look at how many people have given their lives to Christ from that point until now. Thank God for that new normal. Because if you think about it, we couldn't even sustain or survive without it. And in some cases, I think about that the same way here. So, one, speaking life unto my baby boy has been one of my greatest, um, and all of my boys, that's been one of my greatest um, challenges and my greatest gifts that I'm, I'm able to do this. And, you know, God sending me more wisdom like, hey, man, he's not a baby no more. So we, you have to speak to the young man you want him to be. Because if you speak to the baby he is or he is in your mind, what if he stays that baby forever? What does that do for him? Right? So what's some other new what's some other new norms that you want to introduce to your child? What are some other new <laughs> new norms that are instituted? Now, we could talk about the new norms of now eight year old, you know, we're talking about children saying that oh, I'm a girl, right? We could talk about the new norm of directly being uh, identified with your character by your race. And that's not really a new norm. I mean, it's, people are getting more comfortable just outward saying something to you and assuming that you think and move a certain way because of your race. But I digress. But, that, but, but like I said, there's so many new normals. And I'm like, so what new normals have you instituted? Because all new normals aren't bad. Now, I was doing something with my sons this year because I'm getting into real estate, right? I'm I'm looking into investing. I'm looking into creating generational wealth, becoming a first generation millionaire, um, showing my children. So the first thing I've shown my children when you talk about wealth and growth is the first thing we've showed them is entrepreneurship. My wife, Latoya Early, um, CEO of Chase Great Enterprises, um, has a coaching firm that she works full time and she's been doing it for a long time. Um, so my boys get to see something different than someone getting up, hating their job or getting up, loving the job, getting up and going to work and working for somebody else. They've been able to watch. So the norm is go to college, um, get a degree in this area, work for this company for 30 years, retire. The norm I saw um, and I'm not saying it, it was terrible because a lot of people, you know, able to retire. You know, I got a couple of retirees in my family. Um, great benefits, blah, blah, blah. Like you, you see the benefits there, right? So now you have this new norm where someone works for, you know, 100 hours a week, seven days a week, and they can make $100,000 a year. And then you start to introduce your children to wait. There's people that can make $100,000 a year and work from home. And they don't work for anybody. And they didn't dedicate the four years to college. In college. Um, to get a degree to get hired by somebody. They hired themselves. That's a new normal. And you're watching it more and more. This is not something that's just happening. 
um, in general, this stuff is, I mean, not for Christian, this stuff is just happening. There's a young kid, man, that started out playing with toys that made 70 million. He's not even 15. Off of YouTube alone. This is before endorsements. This is before the TV shows. He's on, like, from playing, this is the new normal. I'm talking about somebody who acquired 70 million dollars. from the computer so all these people say oh you'll be successful in life if you do x y and z and now you're seeing a wave of people that i'm like nah i'm gonna do something new that's what i'm saying so it's not all bad so one of the first things the new norms that we're introducing to our children is entrepreneurship working for themselves creating a business looking for a product um finding a service going after their purpose looking at how they can leave their mark, how they can be a light in this world, and if there is any monetary value in it. Can they build something this, that, and forth? My oldest son is gearing up to start his first business venture, as well as my second oldest, who is more of a product-based guy right now. So he's going to start to release a product and... Right now, so and the youngest will watch these guys because then that'll become the normal. Like the biggest normal I had coming up about making your own money is you sold candy at the store at the in school. You bought a bunch of, you went to hostess, you dropped fifty, you sold everything for two dollars, you made a hundred, you did it over and over and over and over and over. But now the new norm is using your gifts and your talents as the product and making even more money than that. Um so now the new normal them growing up is that this house is um, is a almost a hundred percent entrepreneurial, meaning that everybody is either they at least at least have a business, even if they're not full time in that business. They everybody has a business. We talk about business and we talk about how investing in ourselves look like we're 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 introducing these things. These are things that weren't introduced or discussed with me coming up, right? And it's because of just the information and people even believing it was possible because. This is, goes back to being a great father, great leader, parent just in general, and what God did. When God, going back to my story, I was talking about Peter. When God walked on, when Peter walked on water, he didn't do it by himself first. They immediately, in the midst of a storm, saw Christ on water, walking on water. That's what's so dope about dream casting and being an example. You know what I'm saying? Is that. Before God asked anything of us, he did everything for us. He gave everything for us. So the one thing about casting vision is that once you show somebody something, it takes away the fact that it never happened before. Because if they can't, if, they can, if you can't see it, you can't dream it. And if you can't, and if you are dreaming it and you can't see it for your life is because you can, you only consider it to be a part of your imagination. You see superstars having all this stuff. You're like, oh my God, if I was this or I hit the lottery and then you're like, wait, hey, but this guy right here ain't dunked the ball. He ain't made a joke. He ain't on a television show and he got more money than them. <laughs> or he's able to pay them to endorse his brand because now that no, that's new, that's the new normal. That's possible. So introducing them to entrepreneurship. Um, the one new normal 
um, another new normal that I've uh, like I'm really really excited about this new normal um, is introducing them to health. Look, I'm so excited about this. So so entrepreneurship has been one. Health has been another. And the first one I talked about is maturity, because I'm I don't know it might sound simple to you, but the new normal of maturation for a child, and I'm not talking about trying to make them an adult, but I'm talking about walking children and understanding the impact and how you know taking stuff seriously, you know what I'm saying, not dedicating your life to entertainment, is also the new norm that I've introduced to my children um, by letting them know that there's a time and a place. So. Oh, man, like I'm so excited. Okay, let's 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 do the intro for the new norms one more time. Step on into the new normal. Embrace the day with your new shape. So health. Think about it. As a kid, you know, we you ate everything. Whatever tasted good was good. So um, from Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Fruity Pebbles, McDonald's, Burger, Pizza every day, Macaroni, you know, like, so the new normal that I am introducing and it, and I'm, and I'm, and you know, you got, it's levels with this. If you dump a house on somebody, you know, um, you could tear them apart. But if you begin to brick by brick, build a foundation, um, it's more, it's easier for you to be able to. Um, not overwhelm and make something feel possible. Like if you just walk up to somebody and say, okay, time for to be a millionaire. Boom. You're going to be, a, you know, that's what it's all about. Being a millionaire. Boom. Make it happen. You're, you know, that person is like, huh? But if you are introducing financial literacy to that person, if you start walking them through credit, start explaining about investments, start explaining them about savings, start explaining them about savings accounts and checking accounts and stocks, and like you start walking them into other avenues, creating other streams, like then that whole concept of being a millionaire, you're walking them through a process that they can benefit from if they submit and they're sold out to that process. So I've been, we've been instituting by the amazing help of my wife, just my family in general, my nutritionist has been giving me information and I've been sharing it. I've been cooking like and we've been able to introduce the new norm of trying to one when there's a celebration instead of celebrating you with something that is not good for your body. Finding healthy alternates as we walk you through this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Making sure there's fresh fruit, making sure that I mean, just cooking stuff fresh in general, even offering veganness, drinking water more, getting rid of some of all these juices, like introducing the new norms because honestly, especially most people, especially in America, we be honest, health has not been a priority and healthy living is a new normal. You know, I remember the first time these plant-based and vegan spots started popping up, it was, oh, this is weird. And then when you start doing the research on what the, what these things that we put in our body does to us, uh-huh. Maybe it makes a little sense. So health has been um especially top of my list because as I'm going on my journey of getting healthy, there's no way that I will have any information um that makes me better and my family won't get it. It's impossible. Um anything valuable that I have has to be passed down. Um because, you know, that's what leaders do. 
Like, uh, <laughs> it's crazy all the amazing things God, the amazing things that God has done can do. And then even since Jesus and Jesus talks about that, we will be able to do more, that we will be able to do great things and that we have power. Like, why wouldn't he keep it to himself? You're the son of God. You are God in the flesh. Like, bro, why are you trying to come here and share? It's another example of how good God is and what a great father can and should have the heart to do so these were just three things man now, three new normals i've entered i've i have introduced to my family for the success and the wealth of our name to continue to grow um and i've been excited so entrepreneurship which is first you know creating first generational wealth but entrepreneurship health and match and maturation being mature understanding that it is okay to be young and serious or young and intentional or young and focused and not dedicated to a sugar diet and when i say sugar i mean just being entertained and having fun all the time it's okay to be great when you're young to be intentional when you're young and finding that balance because i'm telling you maturity is a goal that many we overlook because it's something that you just assume you do. But if any, but all of us know that if you look around, there are some <laughs> aging has nothing to do with maturation. So that has to be spoken into, it has to be encouraged, endorsed, and cultivated and celebrated. So those are the new norms. Um, those are the new norms that I've been introducing to my family. Yeah, man. Just a couple of things that I'm interested in. And, and these new normals weren't, these aren't things I'm imposing on my family. These are, these are new normals in my thinking, right? So before I even introduce this stuff, these are things that I had to impose on myself. That these, these, these are paradigm shifts in my own thinking and life where now they're just, they're automatically being rolled out because they're lifestyle stuff. Entrepreneurship is not a big bang thing for me or happenstance. It is legitimately um, the new, the, my new, a new part of my lifestyle. Health is a new part of my lifestyle. That doesn't mean that I got to eat a tree all day, every day, but it does mean that in my mind, I am more intentional and conscious of what I'm putting in my body because health is, shoot, is wealth, is important. Um, and then maturity. And me talking to my son and saying, hey, you know, I'm not calling you Chasey anymore or Chasey Poopoo and the baby. I'm calling you Chase because you're a young man. You know, it, having a conversation of how important maturity is isn't a conversation I have with my son first. It's a conversation I have with myself first. So I'm looking at how I post, how I talk, how I behave, how I speak. And I'm like, okay, you need to grow up here. You need to grow up there. And it's something that rolled out into my children. I'm 34 years old, by the grace of God. My birthday was a couple days ago. Listen, I had to have the conversations about maturity with myself before I could even consider talking to my boys. Also, when I make that lifestyle change, it also becomes a principle in the home that there's benefits from that my children not only will hear about, but they will see it in action. Plants, plant, uh, watered, then God can come in and, and, and give the increase. And that's how it goes. So today's show is brought to you 
Bye. The Farm to Table program um, by Lisa Smith. My nutritionist, I'm telling you, it's an, ama it's an amazing course. You can actually go back to the beginning of the show. I opened it up with her. I'm, I'm telling you, life-changing. Life-changing, life-saving. But you are listening to the Fathership Project, and I dare you to encourage a father by buying you some dad merch. So hit the link in the bio. Peace and God bless. I hope you all have an amazing amazing week um and on top of an amazing king day whether you go to work or whether you don't wherever you are if you wake up be thankful peace and god bless you've been listening to the fellowship project play air media